Welcome to this edition of the Million Dollar Mastermind Podcast. This is where we pick the brains of high achievers from all walks of life and get their hard-earned, real-world insights on winning. I'm your host, Larry Wydell. Talk about uh, or expand on the thing is, I talked to my business manager and said, I need to make money. How did you have a business manager <laughs> when you weren't making any money? So I had a, I have a business partner who partner. I went to middle school with this gentleman. I went to high school with this gentleman. We had a falling out because he was extremely intelligent. I was very athletic. We didn't really see eye to eye right. on that. Uh, after high school, he went to Worcester Polytechnical Institute, one of the, the best schools around here. I didn't go to school. He got really good jobs, really high paying jobs. He ended up leaving and becoming an entrepreneur. And I met him at a, I rekindled my relationship with him at a party. And I was like, wait, what are you doing? He's like, well, I'm, I'm like a coach and I, yeah, I have my own business. And I was like, wait, what? That's possible. Yeah. So he honestly, Larry, he, be, he became a mentor. He, he's been mentoring me since the very beginning of this journey. He was my first podcast guest. I was on his YouTube channel, which really introduced me to podcasting. So yeah, he's, he's my business partner and we've recorded 1320 something episodes together at this point. Ah, so, uh, so you do the podcast together. Yes. Uh -huh. yep. Every episode. And how do you, uh, that obviously works for you. You started that from the beginning like that, or do you morph over to that approach? I started a, a show called the Hyperconscious Podcast. I had him on as my first guest. I ended up leaving my job, I think, when I was like 17 or 18 episodes in. From the time I left my job until now, we have been doing it together. For a long time, we did interviews. Now it's just us. We do seven episodes a week where we figure out, okay, what are our listeners going through? Okay, let's talk about building belief or self-worth or whatever it is. And yeah, now it's us seven times a week trying to help our listeners at a deeper level. Yeah. And so is that, does that, that created a podcast business for you? Does that continue to drive your coaching? Yep. Uh, you know, people say, you know, I want to be, you know, I want to be a coach, you know, employ, you know, hire you or contract with you to uh, uh, talk with me uh, so many hours a week or something like that or. Yeah, the, the majority of, of what I do is podcast coaching at this point. Uh -huh. um, that's, I mean, the majority of what I do is I go on podcasts and then people are like, hey, can you stick around after? And it's like, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm happy to talk about podcasting. And then something will usually happen from that. My business partner does a lot of high, like high business consulting with successful businesses. So he's gone much more the business route. I've gone much more like the brand and relationships yeah. route with our listeners. But yeah, no, I do way more podcast consulting and coaching than, than anything else. That's pretty much where you'll find me most of the time. And because that's what you're good at or what you've gotten really yeah. good at, you know, and um, what kind of things do you find that people, you can help people with the most in their personal situation to get them organized? Because, you know, you find the world is full of people with lots of knowledge and they, they don't use it, you know? <laughs> and, uh, you know, they, they, they're always more, more, more. In fact, I could sit here to the end of the day and make lists of names of people I know mm. like that. I know personally yep. and uh, don't want to offend them. 
it's not that they're not as successful. Some of them are million dollar earners, but it's almost like they have no confidence in how good they are and no appreciation for their own accomplishments. They're always trying to learn, 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 learn desperately. You know, like there's a certain amount of, I'm curious, I want to grow, I want to move forward. And there's another thing of people like desperate to learn like this, like if I don't get this, you know, I'm going to fall apart, you know? So uh, uh, I'm sure you run into that. And so as you uh, work with people, where do you find the starting point always is, when I wrote my book, uh, uh, the first, the starting point is getting over doubt, you know, mm-hmm. and that's the first, you know, like you get a project and you know, I want to find the Himalayas or something like that. You know, I want to do start my own business. I want to be president of the United States. It's like, really, you know, and, uh, you know, you could hear all the outside voices. You get rid of that idea that that never happens to people like you. And so then you've got to get over, work your way. You got to sell yourself. Basically, you got to be a salesman and you've got to sell yourself before anybody else is going to buy into the idea. Yeah. And so uh, how do, do you run into that as a, as a starting point with a lot of people? One of the biggest things I see with people is it just and very much to what you said, it's an identity issue. There's a drastic delta between who somebody identifies as and who they want to be. Yeah. And that really is the hardest thing of like, OK, if you come to me and say, I'm not a speaker gonna be very hard for you ever to be a speaker right you're, you're already determining that that's just not a possibility for you so that's usually the majority of the time in the beginning is trying to figure out who this human thinks they are and why do they think they're that that person yeah there's so much in that have you unpacked i'm just curious about this have you unpacked at this date why you still have you had that emptiness coming up Mm. And, you know, do you see that very clearly? Uh, yeah, yeah. For yourself now, you know, analyzing yourself over the couch, you know, 10 years ago or something like that, you know? Yeah, I think I put, uh, you'll hear a lot of people say money can buy happiness. I think money does buy um, momentary bouts of happiness. I do agree sure. with that. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah. I well, would agree with that. What money does not buy is fulfillment. Right. And I think, yeah, I think I was living a pleasure-centered life at the detriment of finding fulfillment. And yeah. it's, I don't know, for me now, it's like I'm never going to actually be as quote-unquote successful, whatever that means to me, as I want to be. But the journey is super fulfilling. So if I never get there, it doesn't really matter because I'm always going to be fulfilled doing it. That, right. I just think I had the wrong paradigm. I think I had a pleasure-centered, comfort-seeking paradigm. And that brought me the results that I had. And when I transitioned that to fulfillment and adding value and being of service in whatever unique way that is, that was just something that I had never felt before. And it's just very sustainable. So yeah, I think I think about that often, right? I'm sure you have days where it's like, I don't really want to do blank, blank, blank. I don't want to do this call. And then you sit back and say, at one point, this is my dream. So yeah. I don't ever want to lose sight of that. And I'm super fulfilled doing it. I'm always more fulfilled after I do it. Yeah. I never really, you know, I think we all look at them, look at things different ways. And since I long ago reached the point where I only do what I want to do, mm-hmm. uh, I don't have a lot of problems with that. Yeah. But you do have things when your enthusiasm is not 
where you naturally are sparkling, you know, let's go, 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 you know, and uh, that can be, you can be drained by people, events, uh, not eating right, not sleeping right, because your travel and, you know, there's a lot of uh, advantage, you know, you're never going to get anywhere if you're not consistent, you know, consistency wins, uh, general consistency wins every time, you know, Mm -hmm. and so whatever success you're going to have, you're going to have to be consistent to make it happen. And that's not going to be possible for you if you're not, you don't make a decision to stay in charge of your life and say, I'm not God, you know, I, I, I can't operate without food or sleep. (laughs) You know, there's certain things I have, I've got to breathe Mm. on certain cycles, sleep on certain cycles. So I, I am a limited being here. And so, uh, uh, and being able to know that. So when you don't have that enthusiasm, you can kind of explain it to yourself and manage your way through it. But uh, there's always going to be things where you have to assert yourself. You know what I'm saying? You have to, like with interviews, with interviews, it's like any performance, you got to make it happen. It's like I'm a photographer, you know, you got to make a good photograph happen. You don't just like, hey, you know, go outside and, you know, you're going to get the same old bush that's out there every day when you walk outside your garage, you know. Mm. And if it's in the middle of the day, it'll be the same old crappy lighting, you know. So if you want to make something uh, exciting happen, uh, happen in front of that lens, you've got to do the things that cause that to happen. You got to get in the groove. But in terms of making it happen, one thing you have to do if you're a photographer, what I do is, you know, you have the equipment of this idea. I've got to switch my brain on. Mm -hmm. So when I walk, you know, if I'm going to do photography, uh, I always have your camera with you, but take a picture of something, (laughs) go out there and go click. Because somehow that, turns the mind on is like oh we're looking for images now you know we're, we're, we're doing photography so you do other things but it's like okay i'm still looking for things so you have to force yourself to kind of get started and get in the mood and like if you're a speaker i would tell people uh when you go on stage tell yourself smile you dumbass <laughs> you know what i'm saying force it up there whether you feel like it or not when you walk out on stage, walk out with some enthusiasm and a smile on your face, you know, and, you know, fake it. And if you, if the spirit doesn't pick you up, get off the stage as fast as possible, but at least give those people a smile to look at as you're walking up to the podium. So they, they get the feeling like this is going to be, you know, he's, He's got something great to tell me about, you know, yeah. and I'm going to enjoy this. So you create that anticipation, but it's there's certain cues you can give yourself when you uh, uh, to get that performance up. Like before your podcast, you probably have a re- after doing this so many times, you probably have your routines down to a science where you can be consistent and, and talk about talk about what those is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So every time before we do it, we say, what's the, in- really, what's the intention? What's the question? What's the takeaway for the listener? Th- those are really the things for us is the system yeah. of what's the story? What, yeah. what are we talking about? Why are we doing this? Yeah. And then sometimes it's like, I'll, I'll play a certain song or something just to get my energy up and say, look, you're the, you're the best in the world at this, like, go do it. 
Yeah. Turn it on. Turn it on. It's time to, I don't want to say perform, but right. it, it, it is kind of, right? I don't want to show up and just kind of go through the motions. You don't want you that. Don't want to get, yeah. You don't want to, you know, a dead, dull, disillusioned person is never going to motivate anybody. You know, right. so you are, you owe it to people to have some energy. I know that uh, I never, I've never done this before, but, and I, I try not to speak, but uh, I, there was an event where uh, we had a 45th reunion of the launching of our company back at the, the, you know, the same spot up there in North Georgia. And uh, I remember when I, I've never done this before, but uh, as they were introducing me, I found myself doing this, you know, <laughs> behind the guy introduced me. It's like, you know, it's like, what am I doing? I, I said, well, you know, I guess, I guess I needed to get the, 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 the blood circulating or something like that, but whatever you got to do, uh, get yourself ramped up because otherwise you cannot allow yourself that let you uh, to be put off by minor uh or normal uh you know disruptions mm. i think you know like if you're hungry you're just going to be hungry you say i'm just going to be hungry <laughs> you know what i'm saying i'll eat later you know and yep. get put some water in you and go and forget about it but you have uh uh on your podcast what have you found out in terms of the routine, setting up the routines between you and your partner that uh, work the best? Uh, one of the things is, so my partner is consistently late. He's just always late. It's right. just rule of thumb. Yeah. So for me, one of the things is like always getting there early and getting myself prepared mentally because when he comes into the room, the energy is going to be drastically different. It's yeah. understanding the... Yeah, how the energy works when somebody enters a room is something I'm always trying to understand because it's my job to even that out. That's one thing that's just running under the radar. Yeah. The the other thing is I try to kind of purge, I guess that's probably the best way to put it. When the lights come on in the studio and the camera comes on, I try to purge whatever's happening in real life. That's yeah. probably the best way to put it is like, that's a habit I try to have. I don't want to bring my my stress. I don't want to bring the weight of life. I don't want to bring sadness to your, to your point yeah. fatigue. I try to purge that. It's like, all right, purge. It's time. Purge. It's time. That when the camera comes on, I try to just be me, be the most yeah. me I can be. And then another thing that we try to do, we always sit down and say, okay, who is this episode for? A yeah. simple, a simple habit of saying this episode's for Larry. Yeah. Larry's struggling with this. Okay, let's talk directly to Larry in this episode. Yeah. That's another habit we formed over the last six years. Thanks for listening to the Million Dollar Mastermind. If you felt there were any valuable takeaways from this episode, please take a minute and leave us a five-star review. Your feedback is important and really helps us get the word out to a wider audience. Remember, we have a valuable webinar that is absolutely free. Register for it right now at whiteallenwinning.com. Thanks for listening.